You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a satellite sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm a writer and producer from Pasadena, California, and I'm here with my sisters on our season premiere. (laughs) I am Liz Dolan. I am an on-again, off-again corporate executive. I am a full-time podcaster, and I live in Santa Monica with my dog, Hooper. Hi, I'm Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas, in my closet, but I've lived in various places around the world. Um, I'm an urban nana. I'm a podcaster, an empty nester, and just super happy to be here today. I know. Yeah. This day is exciting. exciting. Yeah. What's happening? I forgot how we start. (laughs) Okay. First of all, one thing I want to say, I want, we had the whole August hiatus. Yes. But thank you so much for sharing all of our shows. We can see that you were listening to all kinds of shows. You were sharing them with each other. You know, the number one way we can grow this show is for you to tell your own satellite sisters. So word of sister is sort of what we're after here. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that. Just telling your own satellite sisters or sending them an actual episode. So thanks so much for doing that doing that. One other quick thing, we posted a listener survey on our website. It's six easy peasy questions about who you are. And we'd love if you completed it. We don't take your email or identity in any way. It's not going anywhere. And I I could see from your comments that a few of you were reluctant to complete the questions on income or age. And I just say, like, round up your income and round down your age and go for it. No one is checking. It's just if you want to give us your weight, that'd be fine too, right? <laughs> yeah, give us your driver's license weight. <laughs> anyway, this we're just going to ask one time this year. This is the one time. So thank you for doing that. It's posted at satellitesisters.com. And you're wrapping it up Friday. Friday. Right? It's yeah, just it's yeah. super quick. This, so. this week. We're just trying to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Liz is on it. Well, all this all this work we were supposed to do all over August while we weren't producing. <laughs> I started on August 31st <laughs> to do all of my August assignments. <laughs> okay. Good work, Liz. All right. Uh, but we did manage to pull together a show yesterday on Labor Day. Yeah. We, we laboring. It. We were laboring, did our regular production call. People had lots to talk about. So we're going to tell you a little bit about what we did on our summer vacations. Julie, you have the top news story, I think, of our lifetime, and that is from the Wall Street Journal about grocery stores. (laughs) I know. This is supermarket news. They are making changes to make them um, easier for men to shop in grocery stores. Leanne, I know you have opinions on this, and we're going to talk to... I want to hear what you're thinking about some of these big changes that are coming to the grocery store near you. Fantastic. That's a huge story. All right. Also, um, I know we've all faced this dilemma before. We sat in front of the freezer and we thought to ourselves, should I just eat the entire pint of ice cream now? Because I know I'm going to do it over the course of the next five days. So oh, yeah. Just, just so I go all in now. So okay. I'm going to answer that question. There's science on this? <laughs> I, That's yes. good. I, and yes. I want to know if it applies to a chocolate bar. Too. Oh, if well. You eat one square versus just eating the whole thing. I think you can time. extrapolate. Yes. I think <laughs> knowing the answer, I think you can extrapolate. <gasps> we're going to be extrapolating on this <laughs> yes. show? Wow. Julie, we're also, you and I both pay the story about microwaves, the microwave spy story. I mean, that yeah, was a, this is a very serious story. It is. Like, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, but there are some fantastic details in the story about just the science of how microwaves can mess with your head. And, I saw the headline on this. I didn't read the story. So I'm glad you guys can explain it to right. me. Right. Well, I can't explain it. I can only, <laughs> I can only pick it We can out. only, but here's, here's a big takeaway that your human head is a good target for microwaves. So Whoa. just think about that, people, okay? As you walk around in your daily life. That's, Julie, I had that underlined. Head is good antenna. That's, that's all you need to know. Spymaster Julie is going to explain it all to us. If you weren't worried about microwaves before, you're going to be at the I end wasn't of this at all. podcast. All right. We have some hot TV news. Liz, one of the most exciting TV shows ever coming towards us. You have a couple of uh, recommendations. I have a book recommendation. Yeah, we have a lot happening. But, um, uh, but first of all, you know, August was a very newsy month, and we were off on our hiatus, so there were lots of big things happening, and we just felt like we needed to address the number one thing that happened during the month of August while we were gone, and that is, of course, Serena Williams' tutu. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Liz, it's not not just a tutu. It's a one-armed tutu. I think that's important. 
when when she walked out on the court wearing that, Julie, at the uh-huh. U.S. Open, I thought, wow, I didn't think it was possible to love Serena Williams more. <laughs> there is a woman who is so secure in her identity and her physicality and her skills. Just everything about she, the way she presents herself in the world now is a woman who just could not care less what you think of her. <laughs> and that's why I love her so much. She is the ultimate just stay noisy persona. Yeah. I loved it. Well, she is a woman. She is a woman in full, Liz. I mean, she is the greatest athlete of, you know, in her sport of all time. And I think, you know, the whole world loves her even more since she's become a mother. And she's been so candid about the struggles that she's had during her pregnancy and childbirth, postpartum depression. And, you know, when she came out in that tutu, I just it was jaw dropping. (laughs) Julie, you're a but serious have, tennis player. What, so what did you okay, think about so it? This has been the As talk a piece of, of equipment. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So, and if you haven't seen the tutu, please go ahead and Google it. It's fantastic. It comes in a lot of colors. Everyone on my team loves the lavender uh, tutu the yeah, best. Yeah, okay, Because she's wearing different colors for different matches. I can only imagine, dream what, you know, it's going to be for the finals. But I just, I have even more respect for her as an athlete because I don't know how she's playing tennis in that get-up list. <laughs> I mean, it must be a hundred layers of tool going on there. I mean, can you imagine if Roger Federer had showed up for his match last night in later hosen? Yeah, it, it is the equivalent about- of a kilt or something. Yes. <laughs> Right, or or Rafa Nadal in a matador cape, you know? (laughs) I mean, that is the equivalent of what she's doing out there. She is like, it's like a whole obstacle to be able to move around in that. And yet she She doesn't care. Yes, yeah. They're killing it out on the court. I also love the the timing. Go ahead, Julie. I was going to say, I've heard some people comment that, you know, a lot of times what the athletes wear to these big championship matches, that's what, you know, you know, low level players like myself, this is what we emulate to wear. Uh-huh. Now, I don't see myself because I could not operate that tutu, <laughs> but I believe that there is going to be a tool uh, you, explosion in women's tennis wear, that you will see more tutus out on the court, and I'm all for it. Yeah. You know, I also love the semi-accidental timing of she comes out in the tutu the same week that the people at the French Open say she's not allowed to wear the catsuit. And the same week that the people at the U.S. Open find a woman for changing her shirt. So you just want to say, like, what's the deal? We're wearing too many clothes. We're wearing too few clothes. Our clothes are too big. Our clothes are too small. Could you just stop talking to us about what we're wearing? You know, and I put it in the same category as the people that complain, the officials and the tournaments that complain about the sounds women make. Stop talking to us about how we sound or what we wear, okay? Just just let us play. So, uh, like, Serena... I hope she gets all the way to the final and has some spectacular color for the final. Oh, yeah. Let's. Pr- well, she's probably white, I would yes. imagine, but it could be pink. You I, know, you could. Get just, I, I could gold. be glitter. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking we're going to go with more glitter. She's got the glitter on her tennis. They're not even tennis shoes. They're tennis boots she wears. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, that's what I'm thinking for the final. But we'll just we'll we'll report on it next week. No that's doubt. Right. Could be a lot of American. Well, a lot of Americans could make it to the uh, semis in yeah. the women. So that's exciting. Well, there is there there actually is one other piece of sports news that came up after we um, finished our rundown for today's show. We worked on this yesterday. And uh, and then last night I was at home Monday night, Labor Day, of course, (laughs) watching the Federer match, which was harrowing. Right. And the match gets into the fourth set. My phone rings like it's 10 o'clock at night. Who's calling me at 10 o'clock at night? Well, Roger Federer is playing. I don't know. I'm not answering it. I look at it. It's the 202. I'm not answering anyone calling me from the 202. So then, you know, Roger loses in the fourth set. I was very sad about that, but it was a thrilling match. And I listened to the message. The 202 includes the Washington Post sisters. So it was a reporter from the Washington Post was doing a story all about the history of the Just Do It campaign. 
because as you may have noticed, that campaign right. made some news yesterday. Yes, yeah. And so they were writing up that, that Nike included Colin Kaepernick in the campaign, but also it is the 30th anniversary. And so there were many years. As one of many athletes. As one of many yes, athletes. They, they're right, doing right. a whole series of yes, ads. Yeah. They're good. So, I mean, yeah, um, I like them. Anyway, they wanted – they were doing this whole 30 years, and there were many years where I was involved in that campaign, yeah. like the whole 90s, for instance. And I actually started working – I think the late 80s. And the late 80s. Yes. <laughs> I started work at Nike literally the month that campaign launched. Yeah. So I feel like well, I've lived through Just Do It. And so it was just – You sent me a bumper sticker. I did? Yeah, Just Do It bumper sticker. I didn't have a car at the time, so I, I was <laughs> – I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I was ski bumming in Wyoming. But yeah, I remember, I think I should have saved it. One of the original Just Do It bumper stickers. Oh, that'd be worth a lot now. Sure. Yeah. Well, it is really fascinating yeah. to think about, you know, three little words, a campaign like that, how you keep it alive over 30 years. And one of the things that I say in this story, and I'll, I'll put a link to the Washington Post story. It's in the paper today. I guess that's why they called in the middle of the night, um, is that during the like mid-90s, we were constantly beating our heads against the wall, like, okay, should we move on from just do it? It's like we're getting a little bored with it, and we kept trying to think up something better. And every year we would try to work on something better. Like, is there a better tagline than that? And every year we would say, nope, no, no, (laughs) there's nothing better than that. That the whole key was attaching the right athlete stories to those three words. And whether it's a famous uh, professional athlete or just a regular old person who's running their first marathon, that's what that campaign has been about forever. So I'll put it in the show notes. It is. It's. It's an interesting tale, and it was interesting that they hunted me down on, on my cell phone yes. in the middle of the night. Thank God the match didn't go five sets. Otherwise, there's no way I would have called that guy, <laughs> the Washington Post, back. <laughs> All right. Good work. Well, you know, uh, we were on hiatus, as Liz and Leon have mentioned. And first of all, I just want to thank all of the people over at our Facebook group. And if you would like to join our Facebook group, it's very easy. There's no uh, admissions essay or anything like that. You can just <laughs> just join. Um, but um, I, uh, one of the things that I did over the hiatus was I did celebrate my 40th uh, wedding anniversary. And as I said, I was going to do to commemorate that. I was attending a wedding. One of my satellite sister's son, one of my satellite sister friend's son was getting married. And I decided to wear the dress that our mother wore to my wedding 40 years ago. And I mentioned earlier that this was some magical dress. I don't know how it's possible. Our mother kept this dress for all those years. And particularly towards the end of their, my, our parents' lives, when they moved quite a few times, how this dress sort of made the cut every time and then ended up with me. It's I don't amazing. Know. Yeah. But it, so it was amazing. It was an amazing to wear the dress. I posted a picture. It's on our, fa- it's on our Satellite Sisters uh, website as well. You can see it. And I just want to thank all the people that wrote such nice comments. Thank you very much. I loved wearing the dress. I loved telling people what the dress was about, and people just loved hearing that story. So that was uh, that was very special. And thank you for your comments. I would have to say my husband, the international man of mystery, who I rarely show or talk about uh, directly, he was very pleased with all the cute comments. He got <laughs> Yeah. But so that was one of the big things I did on my uh, summer vacation. But I also um, did Nana Camp. And that this is another big th- uh, shout out and thank you to the Facebook group. I love, love, love seeing pictures of other Nanas hosting their Nana Camps uh, this summer. So I had Nana Camp Dallas edition this summer. Due to schedules and things like that, my three grandchildren here we're going to be here at the uh, in August, and I flew to New York. I got one of my granddaughters, Josephine, flew her down so that we I could have the four cousins together. And that really was the theme for Nana Camp this summer, Dallas edition, is that I think, again, as, as my role as Nana, as their grandmother, I think helping to build that sense of connection, and particularly among cousins, because sisters, you know, we have wonderful cousins mm-hmm. that we, they are pure fun, pure joy, and we have this terrific relationship with them. And I would like to give the gift of cousins to my grandchildren so that they have time to bond with each other. You know, they're not, they're not sibling, you know, there's no rivalry like they are as siblings. 
And it's just great to see them all together. So that was one of my major themes, just having the cousins bond. We did a lot of swimming. We played checkers and Monopoly. Those are are life skills that I, those three things I feel are life skills that I think everyone needs to know. I believe in eating and sleeping well at Nana Camp. I believe in manners. And I also like to be a role model for them spiritually. And what that means is, we say, we say our grace and we say our prayers. So, and then I like to return everyone in the same condition that I got. Them. And that's, and that's what happened this summer at Dallas Nana Camp. So there are no broken arms, no serious no scrapes, broken no arms, black no, no scrapes, no bruises. Everybody came, had a lot of fun and I think made good memories. And I think that is important. That so. is good. good. Good work, Nana. Uh, I, okay. I have I have a little summer vacation report. I mentioned on our Ask Us Anything show that I was working the whole summer vacation. I can't actually tell you what yet, but I'm on deadline for something. Okay. So I worked every single day of summer vacation. So if we this, can't wait to hear. If you're going to hear, if you're, this is going to sound like it wasn't much of a vacation, well, you got that right. <laughs> but I had a few highlights. Okay. Four years running now, I believe I have perfected the college drop-off house guest protocol. Now, we are in the zone where a lot of our college friends, my husband and I both went to college in Claremont, California, at Pomona College, one of the Claremont colleges. They are dropping off their children at college. Uh We live halfway between all the Claremont colleges, like Pomona and CMC and Scripps, and Occidental, another Uh small liberal arts school. So for the last four years... We have had, after drop-off, we have either hosted or had people, like, coming in, staying with us, just eating. You know, we have a whole protocol now. Nice. So I feel like we perfected it. Putting it out there, too, on yeah, the pod, Leah. I know. Just, get... We had guests. We had college friends dropping off their son at Oxy for uh, three nights because uh-huh. they drove down. So we had the college kid the first night and then the parents the, the two nights. There's an orientation, blah, blah. Here's the key to <laughs> do this. Do you do an orientation? I... Are you, is that... Do you provide <laughs> any guidance, wisdom on Who's uh, orienting who? Here, here's, here's what I got, you guys. Here's what here's the protocol. Yeah. Very low expectations. Uh-huh. You don't know how people are going to react to college drop off. Some people mm-hmm. are elated. Some people are exhausted. Some people are emotional. Yeah. So I have no expectations that you as the house guest will be entertaining. Okay. I feel <laughs> I also have no expectation for your student. You know, uh-huh. if it's the night before they're dropped off at college, they don't want to talk to me. No. Yeah. I don't I don't have to ask them what their major is. No. Or don't, where no. their new roommates are from. They don't they care. They could not be less no. interested and in so you. And so I have no expectations about your behavior or your children's behavior. Uh-huh. Two, when you come, you will get chicken enchiladas because <laughs> that's what everybody wants before they go to college. Right. <laughs> they just they want chicken that's enchiladas. solidly in yeah. one last good meal. Good. Yeah. And then. After you drop off, we will not require you, again, to be entertaining, to go out to dinner, to do anything. No. You come back, take a long shower, have a glass of wine. I, I will have ceviche for you, my signature ceviche. Mm. Or I will have the ricotta cheese extravaganza. The spread. homemade ricotta yes, cheese. so that yes. you just yeah. walk in the door. You don't even have to speak to me. Just start eating and drinking. <laughs> That's what you want. Showering. <laughs> That's it. And then in the morning, there's coffee. There's, there is coffee cake that I buy from my friend who can bake coffee cakes because I can't. But again, I don't have any expectation. You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to do anything. We're here so for you. So you're sort of like a halfway house, Liam. That's, <laughs> That's exactly really right. I feel mm-hmm. like we provide an excellent service, service. and yes. that we've really nailed it now. Like uh-huh. in the beginning, we may have had too many expectations. But now, very low. Just uh-huh. come, eat, drink, don't speak. I got <laughs> We got it. So we did that. But we they had, can speak if they want. They can You're talk just, if yeah, they want. Yeah, okay. We're here for you. I yeah. mean, we, we are, we're here for you if you want to talk. But if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so we're good. We got that. We had fun doing that. And here's just one side note. The the couple we had, the he went to college with us and she went to Yale. Her college roommate was Brett Kavanaugh. Her college classmate was Brett Kavanaugh. Her roommate was Brett yeah. Kavanaugh? Her Call ca- the Senate. No, her <laughs> classmate. I know. But I was just, we all made just feel old and... Um, not doing very and well like in our lives. Big old <laughs> yeah. flop. Wow. Like, your college nice. classmate is nominated for the Supreme Court? Wow. Yeah, we are wow. losers. Okay. <laughs> Leanne, I'm surprised you did not get a call from the Washington Post. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I have strong opinions on things, uh, as you know. All things sports. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two, Julie, this one's for you. 
I had a pioneer woman breakthrough. Okay. What you is know, that, Liam? Well, you know how we torture ourselves and we watch the pioneer woman, the cooking yep. show. I know. And we love her. And yet I don't, there's nothing usually that she makes that I ever think, oh, that looks good. Like I just. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Like, it's no. just. You know, it's a lot of treats. It's not for you, Liz. Liz. Yeah, I, I, I don't see you as the pioneer women. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but Julie, I actually made a recipe from the Pioneer Woman TV show this this vacation. I made a pork chop Which recipe. Which one was it? I made a sheet pan pork chop recipe. And Julie, hold on to your hats because it included using seasoning from ranch dressing mix. <laughs> that sounds sounds good, Leanne. It, mm-hmm. it was savory and tasty. I mean, she put... Okay. She put a packet of that ranch seasoning on every single thing on the sheet pan, and that is what I did, and it was a big hit. So that that's okay. all I have okay. to say. Okay, oh, Leanne, you got to post that recipe. That sounds I know. Delicious. I'll, I will post. I will post yeah. the link. I'll post the link. And then finally, uh, our big finale at the last night in August, we went to the Hollywood Bowl to see John Williams. He was celebrating his 40th anniversary appearing at the Hollywood Bowl. So wow. 40 years of yeah. conducting the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra there. He's missed a bunch of years, but in general, like— He did it a was, few other things It in was between. 40 years. So, But this was the key, that because it was 40 years, his good friend Steven Spielberg came oh. with him. He said, oh. I've been asking Stephen to come to the Hollywood Bowl for me with me for years. He's never done it. So it was like the greatest hits. The two of them talking about their 45-year creative partnership, which is extraordinary. Yes, you know, right. started with Jaws. And then, and then they would show – Stephen would talk about certain things like film clips. Like he showed the clip of Indiana Jones, the third Indiana Jones movie – the one where it's Young River Phoenix as Young Indy on the circus train. Sure. Yeah. So, okay, you're going to, when you saw the sequence, you remember it. So they showed it without the music, and then they showed it with the music. How uh, fascinating. It was fantastic to hear Steven Spielberg sort of talk through the film clip on yeah. stage. Like, oh, yeah, here's the whip. Here's where he finds the whip. Oh, then he gets the scar. That's Harrison's scar. Like, it was kind of the indie origin story, that sequence. And then yeah. to hear it with the music, fantastic. Wow. Great. To hear him talk about Schindler's List, what that was like, like the double responsibility that the two of them had and how their partnership was very different, creating a movie based on real life than, say, E.T. Yeah. And then they played E.T. OK, I haven't oh. seen E.T. since it came out. Like, uh-huh. you know, remember back in the day movie. when you just see yeah. movies once and yes. you don't watch them eight million times? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I probably saw it again in college, but it's been 30 years. I was a sobbing mess. I forgot <laughs> how emotional, like when E.T. gets on that bicycle and I rides know. up to the moon. It's unbelievable. And so, and to watch Steven Spielberg's face watching E.T. with John Williams playing live, it was unbelievably great. So it's a very special night. We've been for the last couple of years to the Hollywood Bowl to see John Williams. But this was so this fantastic. sounds like a really awesome. unique night. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then so did you film it all on your cell phone so you I, can share it with all of us? Not the whole thing. No, <laughs> I, I have 25 seconds of the Star Wars thing. Oh, because yeah. they had the army, like the U.S. Army trumpet bragoon or something. <laughs> I don't think that's you. the right land. I think it is. <laughs> I'm I like a hundred percent sure it's a trumpet bragoon. <laughs> it is not called a trumpet bagoon. Bragoon. Anyway, okay, whatever. Well, you were doing so well. <laughs> okay, somebody at home can look that. That's up. a military word. That's a military word. Well, be... you did tweet that out. We cannot use music on the podcast because we'll get sued. But on Twitter, you can do whatever yeah. you want. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In their skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. 
Liz, the Mega Moisture Duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer, and it just delivers this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. Your youthful yeah. glow is going to happen, <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed, so it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting (laughs) rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. No one cares. So if you follow Leon on Twitter, you will see the burgoon. <laughs> but you know what they open with? Brigadoon. Maybe of... you were trying to say brigadoon. No, brigadoon. Um, you know what they open with? The Olympic fanfare. Oh, Which wow. you kind of forget that John Williams created. Right. So wow. they just walked out on stage and played that fanfare. I went nuts. And then they had, you know, cut all these great Olympic stuff in the background. They have the screens. And then they ended with Star Wars, the, wow. you know, the Star Wars theme. So it was fantastic. John Williams, man. It was a great L.A. night. I will say that. It's hard to top Steven Spielberg and John Williams on stage with, you know, thousands of people waving their lightsabers. At oh, the end. wow. That's the best at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. Uh, I feel like we just did a whole show. We covered so much in in the first segment. So, Julie, while we're doing the sponsors, can you look up Brigoon? (laughs) (laughs) I I know that's a word. It's a word. (laughs) Not the way you said it. It is. All right. Okay, Okay, we're we're back. back. And while you were doing the ad, sisters, I did Google. This was the question. Is Bragoon a word? (laughs) And Google wrote back and said, did you mean Brigadoon? (laughs) I said, no, 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 Google. I did not mean that. They said the the closest that that Google can come to it, Leanne, is Dragoon. That's what I was thinking of. (laughs) But that is a heavily armored... A battalion of of, you of know, people on horses of on horses. Yeah, it's yeah. a military word, though. <laughs> yes, it is. 
but close enough. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Julie. Just, that's good. Well, work. that's the kind of thing I just for yep. you, sister. So, <laughs> and Leanne, when I heard this, when I read this story in the Wall Street Journal, I was like, I have got to talk to Leanne about this. Okay. This is supermarket news. You, you, you love grocery stores. Yes. You love grocery store trends. Well, here's the thing. Grocery stores are catering to a new type of client, Leanne, men. Men are finally shopping in grocery stores and grocery stores want to be able to cater to this new group. So they're creating a number of design concepts to appeal to men. Okay, number one, lower shelving heights and straight corridors because apparently when they did focus groups with men, men feel trapped in grocery stores. They like to see the exit and the checkout areas from wherever they are in the grocery stores. So they don't want to meander through some giant deli display or, you know, they don't want to get off the beaten track. They just want to be able to get in and get out and be able to see that. They also feel like they didn't like it when grocery stores, which they do that at the end of each aisle, they stack things really, really high. Men don't like that. So grocery stores are taking them down. They're putting in lower shelving heights and straight corridors to give guys a clearer view of the checkout. What's that hmm. about? Is that some sort uh, of metaphor? Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Like I need a view of the exit like, yeah, at all times. Don't block me, man. I need a view of the exit. What's that about? Mm, that is deep. I don't think it's about groceries. <laughs> okay, see, they don't like visual cluttering, Leanne. Okay, for example, uh, the other thing is they want more men's sections uh, in grocery stores. So grocery stores are putting in areas next to their makeup, highly priced, overpriced makeup areas where you'd find beer, uh, beard products and protein supplements that would appeal to the male shopper. Mm-hmm. Now I'm okay. fine with that. Do you have a problem with no, that? No, I, no, I, I don't have a problem with really anything. It's just, it's just, uh, it's suspicious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, nothing. So far, so good. I'd be fine if they took okay. all makeup out of all grocery stores anyway. They're, they're just whole aisles. I would never go down all of that stuff down there. I do. But you know sometimes that... you need it, Liz, and you yeah. can't go to, you don't have time to go okay. to a, a separate drugstore. So it's very convenient. Okay. okay. Other thing, fewer ads and promotional messages uh, in the in the food stores that men do not respond to when they have ads on the floor, when they have ads popping out of the aisles, when they have ads on the shopping carts. Men don't respond to it. Well, really, so who they're does? saying get rid get rid of those. <laughs> do you? Apparently, I... women do. Leon, do you respond to those? I like when they have things popping out at me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Attracting me to a new product or a promotional item. Okay. I love all this stuff stacked at the end. What's at the end, I think? <laughs> What's special this week? This oh, is... my gosh. There are 900 kinds of Triscuits stacked at the end of this aisle. I look forward to the La Croix display. Who doesn't? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I know. So, okay. So... Other things, uh, more, uh, maybe have you noticed this in Pasadena, uh, more masculine floral designs uh, in the floral area, that these would be featuring woods and barks and branches, less pink carnations, less uh, turquoise uh, flower bouquets, you know, just more floral designs that a man might buy. Oh. I actually have noticed a lot more like wood things mm-hmm. and stuff, but I just thought it was a trend, not because men like. I it. thought that was from Fixer Upper. I thought yes, that was yes, Chip and yes, Jim right. McCain. Yes, that because that I thought that was yes. theirs rather than. But they are trying to appeal to men to get men to buy more of those floral designs, uh-huh. and then just a lot of programming in-store programming, uh, like beer refill areas. You know mm-hmm. what do you call those growlers? Yeah, that, yeah, a lot of. A lot of uh, stores are putting in growlers, again, for men, or they're offering butchery classes. Uh, so uh, you, I don't know. You can, that makes you me know. laugh. <laughs> the thought of my husband going to a butchering class. <laughs> At a butcher? Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just makes me laugh. That makes me laugh. It makes you laugh. You know, or here's that, what I think. Or that gas, gas discount, which I love. I uh, like sure. that. Apparently, yeah. that's, that's not for us, Leon. That's for men. Because I'm using men it anyway. like the gas <laughs> Are we allowed gas. to use it? Because I enjoy the gas discount. <laughs> well, it just, I, you that know, seems when like I read this article, I was like, thing. this is, this is nice. Yes, this is nice. And I'm glad. I think many of these changes are fine. 
But I do feel a little bitter, Leanne. Like we've been slugging away grocery shopping for years and years and years and what they didn't care about us. Exactly. And now there's this new Johnny come lately. Yeah. Named I, Johnny. Yeah. Who's going to be shopping. <laughs> and so now they're going to like turn the whole store upside down. I, I agree. You know. I, I still feel like the number one way to my heart is customer service is checkers and baggers. Like yeah. that's, you want to like appeal to everybody enjoys checkers and baggers. It's <laughs> Like, hey, how about at the deli counter? How about moving faster than the speed of an iceberg <laughs> that deli counter so I can get some chicken salad fast? So, yeah, I, I've, I am a little bitter, Julie. You can see, hear it hint, coming into my voice because I think the worst thing in the world are all those, like, beer tastings they have now and the free samples. That is just people cluttering the aisles. I cannot stand it. <laughs> I just want to be able to go in and go out. I just don't get so it. So no programming for you. I don't need, I don't don't need, need programming. programming. I don't need okay. programming at the grocery store. I need groceries. I need checkers. And, and baggers. baggers. It's working simultaneously. And I would like someone to take our carts in the parking lot. <laughs> that would be nice. It would be nice, Julie. It would be nice. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to keep my eye out for these things. I'm going to check the this beard. Math. The beard yes. solve. I would like to, we'd like to hear from you. If you have <laughs> masculine things going on in your grocery store, we want to know about it. All right. Here we go. It's the question we've been asking ourselves all summer. Is eating a ton of ice cream in one sitting worse for you than eating a bite a little bit every night? Who, that I, is a fascinating existential Dilemma. I mean, yeah, you've asked yourself this question, haven't you? Because it's the same number of calories it is. Uh, no matter how long you take to eat it. It is. So why not? It, okay. Well, according to Dr. Raj Liz of Health Magazine, it's not clear cut. Okay. Some okay. research suggests that- Thanks every, for the big build Yeah. Then. No, but, but she has an opinion on this. <laughs> okay. So you're right. It's the same number of, of calories. But uh, some research suggests that every so often binges- can increase your metabolism slightly so that you may gain less weight if you were to spread out those calories over a handful of meals. All right. That's encouraging, uh -huh. right? Wait, How, that's a binging is good? Uh, that That's a little every so often binges. Yes. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, however, it isn't guaranteed that everyone's body will react the same way. Well... I know how no mine's going to react. No joke, Dr. Raj. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dr. Raj. Uh, so um, some people who have very serious health issues like type 2 diabetes, that steep blood sugar increase is yeah. not going to be good for you. And another potential snag is that these type of, this is my favorite phrase, these type of feeding frenzies have, <laughs> have the potential to trigger future cravings. Uh, I think yes. that's the big takeaway, yeah. Liz, yeah. right? Like, like a pint in one sitting becomes a habit, and right. it's not once a week, it's twice a week, yeah. and then next thing right. you know, boom. You're not just... Every night. Right. Yes, or, there you, you know, go. With ice cream, it's always nice to have a little cookie, too. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, so... <laughs> yes. Well, you get yeah. that sugary taste, and you want to yeah. uh, keep filling that. So, yep. that, you know why, Julie? Because according to Dr. Raj, the more sugar we consume, the more likely it is that our taste buds could become desensitized to sweets. And as a result, we will need more and more sugary sweets oh, yeah. to satisfy our sweet tooth over time. Now, chances are, and this is the other part that seems pretty self-explanatory, but I was glad it was in here. Chances are, too, you don't really feel that good after eating your <laughs> <laughs> pint of ice, ice cream. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. That's Raj. Correct. So that that's the true. listen to your body that is strategy. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, maybe the bloating and abdominal pain <laughs> is also a turnoff to eating the entire pint. Uh -huh. See, that's why I think those low calorie pints of ice cream, which we've talked about Are before. dangerous. We, that yeah. halo top it's or whatever just, it's called? It's dangerous because then you're like, oh, I can eat the whole thing. But it yeah. has all those fake sugars in it. It's it's also not very good for you. Yeah. But you're also thinking, oh, I can eat the whole thing. Yeah. So. Right. Is that Do not train yourself to eat the whole thing. I, I think, think it's just don't there. get a pint of ice cream. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right. I find that when I'm trying to cut back, I just I just get the um, the cream fudgicles. Oh. <laughs> I get the mango fruit bars. Yeah, because they're only 40 calories, the little yeah. fudge skulls, and they're tasty. They're very tasty, and they're satisfying, and it's not an entire pint of ice cream. All right, uh, so I hope that helps, people. Um, that was our big health news. <laughs> Thanks, Leanne. That's really a groundbreaking report.
Just just remember, make, eating an entire pint of ice cream makes you feel bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. How about makes microwaves you, makes blowing you feel up like my a head? big dragoon, Leanne. That's what it makes you feel like. Big dragoon. Um, okay. This was a story in the New York Times this weekend. I read the headlines. Microwave weapons are prime suspects in ills of U.S. embassy workers. And immediately you just start to get suspicious of your household items, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people that think microwaves in your kitchen cause all kinds of health issues. Mm-hmm. And this is just the kind of headline that's going to freak them out. Yeah. And you know for what? For good reason. It, for good reason, Liz. Because you know what? They've been working on since the Cold War. Washington, we, the Americans have feared that the Russians have been working on microwave weapon technology really? since the Cold War for years and years. You know, but and that, that this was at the story in the New York Times, and uh, but was yes, the Russians are working on it, but so were the United States. So are we. We've yeah. been working on it too. Yes. We've been working on microwave weapons to disrupt behavior for idea dissemination. The Navy was working on a project where they sought to use microwaves in order to paralyze people. Yeah. Yeah. As no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me no. ask a question. Okay. This so, is Liz. So they're using microwave ovens or just microwaves microwave. in general? Okay. Microwave technology. So microwave yes. technology. Okay. So Liz, yeah, here's the backstory here. So you remember when those diplomats were affected in Cuba? I remember. remember? We talked about that on the show. Yes. And as well in China. They okay. were also at a consulate in China. They have had the same kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So imagine. Medical team examined the 21 affected diplomats from Cuba, an American medical team. And they think they now consider microwaves the main suspect. And the team is increasingly sure that the diplomats suffered brain injury from the microwaves. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, the doctor in charge, Dr. Smith, I'm sure that's his real name, or her, or her, <laughs> to him. Everybody was relatively skeptical at first, and now everyone agrees there's something here. And Dr. Smith, you know, remarked that both the doctors and the diplomats were joking about the immaculate concussion. Ah. But strikes with microwaves are now more plausibly explained. Painful sounds, ills and traumas, other culprits, including inciting uh, contagious anxiety, viral infections, and sonic attacks. Wow. How crazy is that? You know, this is, yeah, this was really serious. And they, they think that the weapon for something like this, you know, could be as simple as a satellite dish that was either handheld or mounted on a car or a van or a helicopter. And that by concentrating a beam of this microwave, that, uh, that's how they were impacting the diplomats. So, so then the question, nobody knows, well, who did this? Was right, it the Cubans? Right. Were the Cubans doing this or some faction of the Cubans because they didn't want this was, as you remember, this was right when the U.S. embassy opened and we mm-hmm. were opening our relations with Cuba. Uh, so was it some faction of the Q- of the Cuban government that was involved with this? Is it the Russians? OK, because, again, the Russians have enjoyed a close relationship with the Cubans and maybe they didn't like the idea that the Americans were moving to town. Right. And that by by doing this very, you know, this very suspicious microwave thing, that this would disrupt the relations between the U.S. and Cuba. Or is it the Chinese? Because the same symptoms are being reported by diplomats in a consulate in China of the, you know, the hearing the noise, the nausea, the headaches, the memory loss. And so it's unclear who's behind this. Mm -hmm. But you're right that they're. You know, at first this was dismissed, but now they're thinking this really could be from microwaves. So how do we protect ourselves? Is it the tinfoil hat? <laughs> is, do they suggest a way we can no, there protect was no our heads? I mean, no. other than as we stated at the beginning of the show, I was alarming to read that your head is an excellent target Perfect for antenna. microwaves. Yeah. Yes. It's, because uh, it's, it's so mushy thick. in there? Yeah. Just absorb, yeah, it's yeah. big and round, and it's right up there on the top. You know, it's up high. Melon and, head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and here's one interesting detail from this, uh, from this article in the Times that we'll link to this, is that there is a special um, a group of scientists who consult with the U.S. government about such a secretive group of elite scientists that helps the federal government assess new threats to national security. Mm-hmm. And the name of that group, Liz, is Jason. Jason? <laughs> yes. Isn't Jason Bourne? I, Liz, I mean, I don't know. Where did they get that name? Jason. 
I mean, somebody called J.J. Abrams. The that's Joint the, Action Squad. Secretive group, Liz. Uh, that's what it is. Joint Action Secret. Wow. Because I actually have Jason Bourne news coming up in the next segment. <laughs> I know. I know. So this could be another This could be yeah. another great TV show. Jason, yes. come on. Get on it. But yeah, it is pretty scary. And there's like one American. So it is very scary. And, and it's, you know, and it's really, you know, and what recourse do we have for these diplomats that have really been injured by this is, you know, it's hard to know because no one, you know, no one's taking credit for it. So Right. We have our longtime listener, Erin, who's based in Beijing because her husband is a Marine at the embassy there. And so she's posted a little bit about this uh, in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group when it first happened there. Yeah. Well, just thought it was interesting. I mean, I I think it's terrifying and it does make me suspicious of my appliances, which I know it's sort of different. Yeah. But, Julie, you actually brought the facts. So good work. (laughs) I was just disturbed by the fact that our head is a perfect antenna. And that the group is called Jason. (laughs) I say, I suggest you keep your head in the freezer, Liam. That might be good. (laughs) Where are the fudgicles? All right. Coming up, we do have some uh, entertainment recommendations for you. We do. Many. And our to-do list. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. (laughs) Because because there are just so many fun things to frame, Liam, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would you like to share? Would you like to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids. And one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this sounds like... But you are going to be happy, okay? (laughs) That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. Yeah, (laughs) either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. 
Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, it's time for entertaining sisters. Wow, there was so much going on during the summer, but, you know, fall is when things start to get exciting with movies and, and TV shows. But first, we have to talk about favorite movie of the summer. Is everyone in on Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, you, so fun. You guys all saw Absolutely, it, right? Absolutely, Liz. Oh, yep. my God. Loved it. That movie made me laugh out loud so many times I was shocked. And everyone in the theater was just enjoying themselves. Even the woman next to me, who arrived late, had like bundles of things, not just popcorn and stuff. There were, I don't know. It's like she was moving in, and then she tapped me and explained in advance she wanted to just make sure I noticed that she had her service Yorkie with her. Oh. So there was something about having a Yorkie with me to enjoy Crazy Rich Agents, which really sounded, <laughs> which felt right. Anyway, I love it. Did you read the book? No, I never oh, did. Oh, I had read the book. And so, and it was on our Satellite Sister Summer Read List. What yeah. I loved about the movie, I felt like they cleaned up some of the weaknesses in the book. Like oh. they just made it oh. super tight and fun. And, you know, they just could focus on the story, not so much in the shopping and the stuff. And, yeah. I, and I loved it. Yeah. It's also just like great to see a rom-com. Yes. I don't care who's in it. Right. Like, yeah. It, just it has... was delightful yes. and just absolutely beautiful, beautiful. from a production. Yeah. You know, you just, it really made, you know, I love seeing the, all the scenes in Singapore, yes. all, the, all the delicious food scenes, you know, having lived in Asia, it just made me really homesick for that part of the world. I mean, it was, it was really, uh, really great. And it's made a ton of money. Yes. It's the most successful rom-com in nine years. Yeah. I read. Yeah. So maybe we'll get a whole new bunch of rom-coms. That would be great. That would be great. I thought the couple was fantastic and fun to watch, and it was a lovely romantic story. But also the supporting cast. Like, I got to say, every time Aquafina was in a scene, yeah, she was, she was insane. The best friend <laughs> she was, was like... Yes, just, she was great. <laughs> everything she wore, every, just the way she carried herself, yes. oh, the way she delivered all of her lines. Oh, my God. Her whole was family was yes. funny. I thought that whole... Her whole family was funny. I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I just saw it over the past weekend. So I was sort of late to the movie. Uh, but also, as I'm waiting before, before the Yorkie arrived, uh, I saw three awesome trailers that I thought would be worth uh, noting here on the show because they were all upcoming movies about music and they all looked really great. The first one is, of course, the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga remake of A Star is Born. I cannot like, wait. Cannot, when does that open? Cannot I can't come wait out soon enough. That. You know, I should have looked that up. I'll Julie. look at it. Okay, Leon's Just gonna Leon's gonna dragoon up that information. <laughs> I think it's November, but I'm not sure. Anyway, so we've all seen that trailer. I could watch it a million times. Well, we're putting the trailer in our show notes just so you can watch it a million times. So that looks great. But also, there were two others. One is a movie called Blaze that is coming out. It's by Ethan Hawke. Uh, he's not in it, but it's about a music. It's the true story of a musician named Blaze Foley. That looks really, really good. And then also the Freddie Mercury movie. So the life of uh, you know Freddie Mercury and Queen. The movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody, but it stars Rami Malek, who oh. I think is fantastic. So that's coming out this fall too. So there you go. A Star Is Born, Blaze, Bohemian Rhapsody. I like all three on my list. The uh, opening Some day. Some good post- escapism right there, Liz. Yes. Yep. yes. So opening day is October 5th. Okay. Oh, October soon. 5th. Yeah. Okay. You're time. right about the escapism, Julie. You know, my August motto was uh, less news, more music. <laughs> and I think I'm going to carry that right through the fall. More right. music movies because a little entertainment. We could all use a little light entertainment out there. Um, yeah. Okay. But now it's going to get serious, Julie, because I have a TV tip for you. Uh, okay, you, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I am a former TV executive. And this past weekend, I filled out my Emmy ballot. And I was, you know, once again, voting for the Americans as best drama. Come on, people. <laughs> this is your last chance. <laughs> this is it. It's the Americans. Just they better win this year. But then in that same realm, I saw a note about a brand new show that's coming out. It's been ordered to series, as they say, mm-hmm. by USA Network. It's from they're adapting the Bourne series into a television series called Treadstone. Oh, and I just thought, oh, excellent! Julie, now who's going to be star- who's going to be starring as Jason Bourne? Well, 
That's the thing. I don't want to disappoint you before I even get you psyched up. It's going to follow a number of sleeper agents all over the world, none of whom are Matt Damon, right? So it's because it, remember, Treadstone, Treadstone was the program Jason right. Bourne is in. So yes. we figure there are other sleeper agents out there. So they're working on it. It's going to come out next year. But I just know how many times you and your husband have rewatched all of I mean, the foreign movies. It is, it's amazing to me. I, I can tell you as a former TV executive how many times the Bourne movies are on in a weekend. <laughs> I, every time I walk into like my house, one of the three Bourne movies is running. And I was like, did you order this up? Or no, it's just on, you know, USA Today. Or He's watching it nonstop. That's his number one movie. I, okay. At least once a weekend, we're watching a Bourne. He, he's watching a Bourne movie. Yeah. Well, Treadstone. So I, if there's a TV mm-hmm. show, I'm never going to get out of the house. (laughs) It's going to be an action thriller series about black ops CIA programs, Julie. So maybe they'll get to the bottom of the whole microwaving your head issue in Treadstone, too. By then, they might have the actual science on that. So there you go. USA Network. Wait for it. 2019. I like that it's on USA because that means it'll be sort of fun and popcorn-y. Yes. It won't be like super dark. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it will have a li- it's little sex appeal. It's like appeal. suits. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll have a little <laughs> sex appeal. Uh, yeah, it's like covert affairs that I miss from that network. So that's good. Um, okay. Yeah. And Julie, have you seen the um, the Jack Ryan? Have you have you? Of course. Dipped of course. It, it just came out this I weekend. Know. We You've have watched the whole thing already. All eight episodes. All eight episodes. Yes, I, I highly recommend it. I thought it was really well done, well written, well well acted. Uh, John Kaczynski is excellent in it. So uh, well done. Yeah, we had to stop ourselves from watching all eight. I mean, again, because that was pretty much the entirety of our summer vacation was watching that. Was Jack Ryan? We didn't go anywhere or do anything. So yeah. Jack Ryan. So there you have it. Well, I'm sure we'll go in depth next weekend. We may watch it, rewatch it several times. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we can talk. I'll, about I'll it have a week. few more details for you. Yeah. Do you have more news or is it me? No. Okay. I think it's you had some book recommendations. I had a couple of book recommendations. One of the things I did do in August was read a ton. Um, That's I usually do that when I'm writing. So here's one. Anna Quinlan, you know, Mm -hmm. a writer we've had on Satellite Sisters, Solid Gold Satellite Sister, novelist, you know, former columnist from the New York Times and Newsweek magazine. So she is uh, her book came out in the spring. It's called um, Alternative Alternate Side. Mm-hmm. OK, alternate side, because it's alternate side of the street parking kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. It is an extent. Which is a New York thing. It's a very New York novel. So uh-huh. if you're wondering who's going to like this, because she hasn't written a New York novel in a while. Uh-huh. So people who love New York will like this book. Oh, me. People who understand parking, parking in New York. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And then people who want even my granddaughter, who's four, understands parking yes. in New York. Yeah. So she's yeah. she's in that. If you want to get the audio book, she might enjoy it, although. It's not really for four-year-olds. And then just understand that the parking is an extended metaphor for marriage. Oh. So it has these three elements. Very New York-y. It's very sort of New York real estate, parking-driven. Yeah. And then where can you park, own a home, and be married all at the same time in New York? Oh. So okay. that's what I would say. Oh, okay. But one of the things I know, Julie, I hear you like, oh, Julie, you'd like it. One of the things okay. I loved about it was that um, there was a lot of New York used to be this and now it's this. Uh-huh. And the used to be New York is the New York of our childhood. It was okay. dirty, disgusting, dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like where at any moment you could be mugged, you know. And Action was, packed. And, Action packed. And what she's sort of like mournful that that is not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Then Manhattan has been so cleaned up. Mm-hmm. There's no place in New York where you feel slightly endangered anymore. <laughs> and she misses it, you uh-huh. know? And that's it. It's so safe now, New York. <laughs> like, where's the excitement? So that's theme park. Yeah. But that's Anna Quillen. She's a wonderful writer. She just really can drill down, pick out these moments that you've experienced, you know, in your own life, and she can illuminate them. So I enjoyed it. Alternate side. And then the other one I wanted to recommend is a book set in India. It's called The Storyteller's Secret. And it's by Sheja Bajani. And it is a beautiful, fascinating, intriguing book about India. So if you wanted to do a little armchair traveling Mm -hmm. this fall, this is like a totally enjoyable 
family saga set in India that you can just dive into and enjoy. Oh, that sounds yeah, great. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one, too. So, the storyteller secret. Okay, yes. we'll have links in the notes. All right, uh, our to-do list. We're wrapping up here. Let's see. How do we do? Where are Ooh, we on time? Yeah, we're okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> just about nailing it, even after Wait, a month off. We're going to get this. <laughs> we are going to get this show someday. We're really going to wrap it up Format. smoothly. <laughs> Everything's going to happen for us one day. Keep hope alive, Liam. <laughs> All right, Joel, what's on your to-do list this week? Shopping this week. I am shopping at Satellite Sisters, okay? I re- I'm coming out to see you girls at the end of September, mm-hmm. and I need some fresh Satellite Sister merchandise to wear. I'm going to get some cute T-shirts, maybe a sweatshirt, a different hat. So I just, that's on my list for this week. You know, it's funny. We, we decided like our press photos are literally 15 years old. And (laughs) I was going to say a hundred. So (laughs) I, I, 15 is a lie. They're 20 years old. Yes. Uh, And so we just decided maybe we should shoot some, we have no pictures of ourselves together. Right. It's not that we're super vain and we don't want to age. We're not like those people. It's just, just, we're never together. We've never bothered to stage a shoot since the original, like, book cover shoot in 2001 yes anyway so we're going to do a little bit of that in late september yeah so the you know a little merch is good yeah so liz yeah liz told us there's some cute things there cute designs if you haven't visited go to the satellite sister website click on the button shop and have start shopping Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well this weekend i'm going to a wedding and i'm kind of excited first of all because i don't really know the participants that well so <laughs> that's good that frees you up i mean Liam. yeah i don't have a lot of burden like i don't have no, any emotional investment no but it's just kind of fun because these are just two crazy kids that used to work for my husband uh-huh. and they met like while they were working for my husband and then they started relationships so one of them left and they did it all very properly and now they're getting married that's and i'm exciting. very happy for them yeah. so we're going to that so i've been very busy self-tanning my legs <laughs> because I, I'm i wearing a, it's, you know, it's a fancy dress mm-hmm. and then shoes, but I'm not wearing stuff. Good, you're wearing shoes. Okay, excellent. I'm going to do Leanne, both You're really things. taking it up a notch with the shoes. And third love bra and some MeUndies, I'm guessing. No, I, I ordered the special third love. I had to buy a strapless bra, uh-huh. which okay. I, I haven't worn in 100 years. So I had, I, it's like a. Strapless, Wow. <laughs> It's Oof. it's Madonna level bra. That's all I can tell you. I mean, you mean with the cone? It's like an armored strapless bra. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I'm excited. For we that. need photos of that too. But mainly, I have to self tan my legs because that that's a must for this. Because I think I mentioned, I barely left the house in August, so they're not tan on their own. So I got to self tan my legs. Mm-hmm. But Liz, you are not going to be here next week. Because you are? Well, I'm traveling to give a speech at the beginning of the week, but then my actual to-do list item is the end of next week, I am moderating a keynote panel at the World Mobile Congress in Los Angeles. So if you are in, say, the microwave business, you're probably going to be there here in L.A. I am uh, moderating a uh, panel on mobile technology. Wait, is that where you're going to be next week? Well, I'm going to be I'm in gonna, Portland. Or I'm going to be in Portland next week. Oh, okay, at the beginning and then of the week. This is something and else. Then this is something else. I'm My doing gosh. two things in a week, Leon. Two things. <laughs> two things. She's and, a superstar, Liam. Wow. So you know how I like my conferences. Anyway, key, keynote panel. Uh, there's like a guy from AEG, you know, the big live events yeah. company. A guy from Boingo, wireless yeah. uh, company. And Rick Fox, the former Laker, Laker who's now in esports. Oh, okay. So that's my panel. And I have to make it fascinating and fun about mobile technology. So, well, I, I think you should ask that Boingo uh, uh, representative about microwaves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's um, that's not what I've been asked to do, but I'm going for it, Julie. <laughs> Maybe on the aside, you don't have to do it as part of the. Oh yeah, in, right in the but, green, I mean, in if the you green could room. get us some more details, we would appreciate that. Okay. I think you should just hold up your phone and go. Can one of you help me? Why do some calls ring and other calls I can't hear? That's what, what is... I should do. That's what the Mobile World Congress wants me to do on the keynote stage yeah. in front of thousands of people. I look like one of those senators in that hearing yeah. when they had yeah. Zuckerberg like, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I'll do that. I had to go to the iPhone store in August because I needed a new battery and my phone apparently has bad batteries. So they were replacing them for like 12 bucks. It's the uh-huh. cheapest thing at the, at the Apple store. So I 
I feel I felt like I had nailed it. I walked in. I knew my Apple password. Wow. Okay. I had already backed up my whole phone on the cloud. And I thought, I'm going to really impress the genius that I have both those things happening. And he looked at my phone, and the first thing he said was, so are you in communication with a lot of hearing-impaired people? (laughs) I was like, what? And he said, well, you have this special keyboard function featured so that you can plug in, like, a hearing-impaired keyboard. I was like, no, no, I'm not involved with that. I, I was not aware. And then, and then he said, and have you noticed that none of the phone calls have been ringing? Because you've also turned off, like on another thing, I had like turned off the ring. Well, at least you had noticed that. I had noticed it. I was like, Genius. I am an idiot. So you might want to do that. All right. Um, hey, hey, though, speaking of your mobile devices, you know, in our effort to share the sister's what did we notice technology-wise, download-wise, during the month of August, Leanne? That we had just as many downloads in August as we do when we actively produce four outstanding <laughs> shows every month. That, that people were just listening to our back catalog. Like, yes. really listening. Thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of downloads. Yes. You went into some deep cuts. There are a lot of shows there from 2007, 2009, and that's what you listen to during yeah. the month of August. So that's great. Please, you know, it's all there. And also, if you want to share those, any sharing you do, we're for. Yes. So thank you for listening, mm-hmm. and thank you for sharing the sisters. All right. We'd also like to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio. So next week, it's just going to be Julie and I. Mm-hmm. And I know we we're going to... Special things planned, right, Leanne? Well, well, I figure, like, let's toss it out there. We are going to talk about um, parents, if you actually... Uh... Should track your track your teenager right? on your phone. Speaking uh-huh. of phones, like how many of you have have your teenagers on your phone and you can track them? And what do you feel like about that? So we'll post a question at the Facebook group and you can answer in. And Julie and I are going to weigh in on that. There, there. I think there are actually, a, you know, two sides to that story. Mm-hmm. Maybe even two or three sides to that mm-hmm. story. Does that work? Are there three sides to things? Sure. Sure. All right. Yeah. Anything else, girls? No, that's it. Nope. That's good. Have a good week. Thanks. Yeah, you yeah, too. Everybody. All right. Happy to be back. Don't forget, call your satellite sister.